0: All right, and uh, welcome to a odd bit of Invasion the podcast. Uh, trying out something new here uh, for future things, I promise. Uh, I'm here with Steve. We're in the same room as usual. Hello, everyone. But this time we don't have mics in front of us. We have this recording device and. It's. This is going to sound like every true crime. True crime podcast. I was just going to say, you probably. make it sound like we're sitting in like a prison cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. know. I'm uh, here with Steve. Uh, Steve, Cleveland, Steve. Uh... He, he knows what he did. <laughs> 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 no, so we're we're gonna try this uh, something a little different. Like I said, uh, and I'll tease later. Me using this recording device because it's easier to use this than it is lugging mics and everything. So. Hopefully this sounds good, and then you guys will, you know, be not upset about it. So
1: we can't afford a boom operator. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> so we um, are going to be doing our, our year of the knockoff with Ten to Midnight. Um, that will be coming shortly. But I figured, you know, it would be it would be weird of us for both of us to see a movie that is like being talked about a lot and not actually talking about it. Yeah. So or wait a week. Yeah, you know. it would be. You know, a little weird. So we we did go see the new Jordan Peele film film Us this weekend. Um, not together, like we didn't we didn't go together. But you know, that would have been great. Um, could have held, held hands. The we went time. to the
1: same theater, different screen. <laughs> yeah,
0: we we, <laughs> we were like we don't talk to each other outside of the podcast, so it's very it's very icy and off off putting. Uh, so yeah, um, I have been waiting to talk about this film. I've talked about it with my wife. Um, I feel like the general consensus is either people are, like, over the moon about mm. it or they're kind of, like, not liking it whatsoever. And, uh, th- by the way, there's going to be spoilers here. Can't play a spoiler sound? We're not doing that right now. But, anyway, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I I like this movie a great deal. Um, I am conflicted about it, though. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about those feelings today. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I will say that I came at it from a different place, or a similar place, um, in the sense that, like, I feel like I need to have another watch of it to really know how I feel about it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I love on, love in the movie, um, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but, like, a lot of people love the ending... I kind of saw the ending coming pretty early on.
0: Um, you mean the twist or the yeah, actual the final images okay
1: not not the final images um, but the, the the twist that comes at the end I felt was pretty self-evident mm-hmm. um, but to be fair, I don't think this movie was playing itself up as like stay make sure that you're you know in the theater for the twist at the end <laughs> you know like that kind of thing. Um, it didn't feel like they were shamiloning it. We'll put it that way.
0: It's funny you use that word. Uh, so I, I guess I'll save. I'll save that. My thoughts. Shamiloning it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that actual word. It's you know, uh, There are there are elements here that uh, this is not a negative. It's just that there's elements, there are shades of this film that make me think of Shyamalan. Uh, but so uh, expectations coming in, Get Out was like a su- surprise runaway success, mm-hmm. uh, and it. You know, obviously he got uh, peel an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. It gave him a lot of leverage to pick his next project. And he's done a number of things, including the new Twilight Zone that's coming out in like a week. Uh, So when he was like, I'm making another horror film and this is where I want to be. I was excited because it's always cool to get new, exciting voices in horror. And especially, you know, he made this movie and it made like a shit ton of money. He could have picked any project. Yeah. But he wanted to make another horror film. And you know, the freedom to do so, and so that's so. Of course, the expectations were high for this. I um was excited just because I like it out so much, and also because it was going to be another new thing like you, you would, you did not know what this was going to be, right? Um, so that's also it's not based on a, a book or another property, so it was like you expectations or high but you also didn't know where it was going and ultimately until the first couple of reviews came out that weren't spoiler but kind of laid the groundwork I really did not know what this movie was going to be other than it was implied that there was a home invasion you know yeah. type of thing um, it, so yeah I I was looking forward to this the theater experience that I had was like I've had a great like, string recently of a not so great theater experiences. <laughs> it was a bit of a rowdy crowd, like okay. for a Friday night. Uh, I went with uh, my wife and uh, a friend of mine and his girlfriend, uh, and the, the, so I bought the tickets like three days, four days in advance, so we got choice seats. Yeah, but I also feel like I wish I could just pay another five dollars on top of that and be like guaranteed that there isn't ridiculousness going on yeah. in the movie. But so uh, most of the crowd, a majority of the crowd, whenever the, the comedy bits were happening, they were laughing, which was fine. When you get to the bits of the tethered communicating with each other, people couldn't hold their shit together and would laugh at all that. And that kind of took some of the power away and some of the not menace but like alieness yeah. of the film. Alien—that's not a word. But and then uh, when you get to the big showdown with the score that's playing, that is—it's in the trailer. This isn't a spoiler, but I mean, if you're still listening, uh, it's that take one. I've got five on it. That very ominous. Mm-hmm. Someone in the goddamn theater was like, "I got five on it." It's like, great. <laughs> great thank you, you know we, the song. We, we we weren't aware of what this was and so <laughs> that took away part of it and then also there's like three people that were on their phone at various points and like how how do you why do you think like why do you spend money if that's what you're gonna do right. i don't i don't get it but anyway so all that said the film still was effective and there were moments where it felt like everybody just just shut up and stare at the screen almost like a bunch of little kids where it's like, oh, bad stuff's happening, let's pay attention. So if Jordan Peele could win over a theater full of rowdy people and make that theater silent at times, it speaks to the power of the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can say that thankfully I had a pretty good experience. We saw it on a Saturday afternoon. Um, and for the most part, the crowd was pretty good. I mean, there were a couple of, like, you know, oddball, like, Not even statements, but, like, people trying to be funny um, moments, but, like, nothing that distracted from the film, thankfully. Um, That's good. Yeah, I was lucky that the the person next to me, uh, I guess on both sides, were quiet throughout the film. Um, And as far as, you know, like, the tension in the the movie, you know, I feel like the crowd was really into that part of it. Yeah. you know, and now that I think about it, though, I do think that the, the few stray things that did happen within the audience may have been during that, that all the, the, the tethered stuff uh, we're learning about.
0: Oh, the exposition. exposition yeah. 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 Um,
1: but, uh, you know, going into the movie, I didn't really know what to expect. I I knew that I loved Get Out. I knew I was excited to see what he was doing, but, like, I really didn't have any idea other than like, oh, it's some sort of home invasion and it's inv- it involves doppelgangers. It's the only thing that I knew walking in. Um, and then the, the the film starts with a, it's not a quote. It's just a... a, a like a statement about statement. like saying yeah. there's always
0: hidden places uh, like train station sewers whatever, like basically...
1: There's an entire world underground that we've abandoned essentially is what yeah. it says. Um, and then it flips to the opening shot of the film, which is on a TV that's clearly in the 80s. And we start panning in on that TV, and we see that there are films sitting next to mm-hmm. it. And I immediately realized that one of the films was Chud, the other <laughs> movie was The Goonies. Yeah. And I'm like, with that in mind, just having read that statement, I'm like, okay, I kind of think I know what's going to happen.
0: Well, did you see what the other movie was? I didn't. I credit to my wife. She picked up on it. And I didn't see it. I was trying to read the title. Oh. The Man with Two Brains. Oh, see, I didn't
1: catch that. Yeah.
0: Which, that could be a nod towards Get Out, but also a nod towards the duality. That's present in this this film. So, yeah, I mean, is it a little like on the nose in the sense of like here's these like kind of clues? But I think that's still great. Like, that's no, great. I, didn't, I didn't think yeah. it was on the nose. I
1: just thought it was awesome that like there was yeah. immediately like you get that 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 statement, and then you see what's sitting next to it. If you're uh, I don't even want to say like an observant viewer, but if you're somebody who's watching the movie and you know what those movies are, yeah. it kind of sets a tone. I thought it was a genius thing. Uh, yeah. I wasn't putting it down. I didn't mean no, that. no, that's
0: not what I meant. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, like, you know, it's like it's it's right there, kind of in front of you, yeah. and I feel like Get Out probably taught people some of the vocabulary of what to expect from, from Jordan Peele's films in the sense of like things are always going to be something different. Yeah, you know, and like and he's always constantly thinking about the interaction and how. Like, what may be said on the surface means something completely different upon rewatch, right? So I feel like that's one of those things that if people didn't see the first time, they're sure as hell going to know the second time through. Right. And then even the dialogue of the Hands Across America thing, it said, you know, hand in hand, we're tethered across the nation and all this stuff. So it's like there's – he's he's almost, like, telling you the movie before you see the movie. Right. Which is fun, you know, because you still don't – like, you're right, I didn't know – Like, I knew that they were called The Tethered just because I read an interview of him talking about the film and, like, very abstract. Um, Obviously, the Scissors are predominant in, like, their marketing. Um, And in the trailer, you see, like, the cast, like, you know, doubled. Yeah. And how, like, you get the idea that, like, they're giving you two different performances. And that's another thing, too, that the power of this film with him, with the script and his able his ability to direct and let the actors kind of find, like two ways to carry on is amazing yeah. you know so um, and we should just mention the cash real quick here um, and forgive me if I mess up a name so we got Lupita Nwongo. uh she was the the, the mother of the, of the family uh, Winston Duke um, and then we have the kids which are uh, Evan Alex I think it's his first movie and then uh, uh, Shahadi Wright Joseph who was uh, the daughter um, and then we also have supporting Elizabeth Moss and uh, Tim Heidecker as the, you know, the well-to-do white family that is just, like, they're, they're fun in the beginning part of the movie, but it's just like, you're like, just shut up. Like, and it, but like, that was the whole <laughs> point. Because there's this whole notion of, like, uh, class and one-upsmanship that was going on yeah. with that. But, like, I, I liked them in the movie for, you know, for what, not necessarily for what happened to them, but it was like, it was an interesting thing to be like, the first part of the film focuses on this family that we meet and their ability to try to get through hardship and and save and, and save each other from this horrible thing happening, and then we get we we see you know Tim Heidecker and Elizabeth Moss's characters with their twin daughters in this really nice house like high tech security and all this and they're out like that like yeah. it's just it's it's a fun little um, like turning on everything where it's like oh this one family stuck together this other family is bitching each other about going and looking at a noise outside and not wanting to get up from drinking. Yeah. You know,
1: like. Well, you know, um, going back to, uh, the beginning of the film too, um, I would say that the movie kind of starts with attention right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of go back to that moment a couple times within the film, the, the, the first few scenes, but, um, I, it was almost palpable. I felt like, at least for me, um, watching it and experiencing it with, with a crowd, that, you know, you knew something was going to happen. As mm-hmm. soon as you see, as the film, you know, opens after that scene that I mentioned with the the television set, and the video cassettes, we see that um, they're at a fair. It's at night. Um, and Yeah, it's, uh,
0: it's Lupita Nyong'o's younger self, uh, yeah. Adelaide Wilson, her, her, as a kid on this boardwalk in um, Santa Clara, and, uh, yeah, Santa Clara. I was going, what's the name of the, the place? Santa Clarita? No, what is it? Santa, Santa Cruz. Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. What's the name of the place in the Lost Boys? Santa Clarita. That's it, okay. That, yeah. It's the same boardwalk. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. I messed um, that up. Santa Cruz. Yeah, uh,
1: but like the 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 t- surprises that happen within the film, that tension kind of keeps going in the, the throughout the entire film, building up to when we get to the climax. But... Um,
0: I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I brought that up. Well, even the tension what you were saying, no, with, the, the tension the, the of the like you oh, have the mother and father, kind of taking—they're <laughs> they're, they're sniping at each other the entire yeah. night, and you, it's never ever spoken directly about what's going on, but you can tell they're there for the daughter, but and the father, quote unquote, tries like he tries sometimes. Other times, he's you know kind of putting on a show, and the yeah. mother shuts him down like, every time, and you just get that notion because you just kind of hear it in the you know peripheral as she's walking along the boardwalk, looking at everything. Yeah. Um, and that does make for uncomfortableness because it's supposed to be her birthday and her parents are barely like keeping, keeping it, together it together and not at each other's throats.
1: Yeah. Um, but also in regards to, uh, where the film goes later, um, I had thought that the film would be specific to, um, Adelaide or Lapina Nyong'o's family. Um, and when we cut to the other family, the mm-hmm. white family, and we see their doppelgangers, that's when I was like, oh, this is going someplace I did not expect it to, to go. I, yeah. That was a twist that I did not see coming. I thought that I thought that the doppelgangers were very specific to her character and, or would be specific to her character and her family. Yeah. Um, so I was very surprised to see that it, it wasn't. Um, and once... Once that happened, I felt like the tension shifted because it was like, oh, this is not. I don't know how to put it. Like it's not this a- isn't a, a a home invasion movie or a doppelganger film altogether. It's almost like a. I don't want to say zombie outbreak film, but it's also it's it's in the sense that like, well,
0: it's like an alien invasion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I I really enjoyed that aspect of it, and I realize I'm kind of jumping all over the place.
0: Well, that's um, what we do. So <laughs> I so what did you think overall? Like, I think the idea of the Tethered in the sense that, like, you know, there are, like, you know, they're one half of the above ground. You know, like, they they were created, they, it's just, it's almost implied, like, they're trying to find a way to clone people, and then they did that, but they couldn't count for the fact that they share a soul. Mm-hmm. So there's like this weird, like you know, um, there's that Treehouse of Terror, uh, The Simpsons, where Bart finds out that he has an evil twin yeah. living upstairs. I thought of that a couple of times, and then and then they realize that they they put the wrong twin up in the attic. Yeah. That's what, like they found out, like, and Bart's like, "What? You guys are surprised by this?" Like type of thing. <laughs> it's kind of what it felt like a little bit, but so I think it's an interesting idea. But then the moment it gets bigger and deals with the other family and the rest of the world, to our knowledge, um. It is interesting, but then here's my, my problem is I feel like some of the logistics then kind of start falling apart for me. Um, and I, so I'll say this, it, it is weird for me to forgive a film like Suspiria, which I know you've not seen the new one yet, yeah. um, where it sets up this mood and tension and you're in it. But then when it starts kind of going crazy, I kind of hand wave and be like, oh, well, that's just witchcraft. I can be okay with whatever because it's supernatural, but in this one, where what at first seems supernatural suddenly gets a, you know, supposedly practical explanation, then it starts kind of being like, wait, how did that doesn't make sense? Like, how did this all happen? You yeah. know, so I really wish I didn't have that. I wish I could just be like, this is a metaphor, or or this is a message, like you know, interpret it as that. But if you have a character giving me an exposition dump about like what occurred, then then I, it's like the movie wants me to know this. Right. So I have a hard time getting completely behind it. The imagery is amazing. And the final couple shots are very surreal, you know, yeah. and I love that. But it's like, how? Like, and so that's where I get, I don't want to tear the movie apart because, I mean, clearly people love it. And well, I, no, I liked it too. It's just.
1: It gives you an answer that it's not satisfactory.
0: Well, I mean, I, it gave me an answer that I didn't need because I feel like if you've brought me along this far and, you know. Uh, I, whatever, if you've brought me along this far and I'm already kind of already buying into this, this, you know, notion of, of uh, your darker tendencies or whatever, um, you know, and you got to fight it out or these are twisted reflections of you or, you know, however, however it works, right? If I'm on board for that, um, but then you start trying to give me like, like an actual like scientific basis for it. And if you can't explain that then then you're gonna kinda of lose me a little bit. And that's unfortunate. For me anyway. Like so other people I know that I absolutely love with this film, um, are able to see past that. And maybe they don't see it as a weakness. But I was frustrated with it.
1: Yeah, I don't know that it was a frustration for me, but I also don't know that it was something that I applaud. I I I, and I guess it's just it comes down to the viewer. I preferred thinking of the the tethered as just being like The the dark version, the mirror universe Mm. version, you know, something more simplified than the explanation we get in the movie. Um, And I can't say specifically why I think that works better for me, but I I like the idea of like, yeah, there's this almost bizarro version of you, um, and I kind of don't need an explanation why that is. Yeah. Um, And... it, it, it's a question. It's an answer that begs more questions, but it doesn't intend to answer those questions, I suppose. Yep. Sure. Um, so I, I can definitely see that. But uh, at the same time, I'm drawn in by so much other stuff that I kind of, whereas it was a sticking point for you, I kind of let it go. Um, yeah, and
0: I don't know what my problem is when it does that because I feel like I – you and I and every and friends that do other podcasts, it, it, you get into this this weird mode of when you consume media – it's, the, it's like in the front of my mind, I'm actively engaging and enjoying, but in the back of my mind, like there's certain arithmetic going on, yeah. you know, and there's times where I wish I could stop doing that. I feel like something I've always done, but then the moment you put a microphone in front of me and I know I'm about to talk about something, I always have to start weighing things in my head. And maybe, maybe I've ruined movies for myself forever because of that. I don't think so, but uh, I feel like if it's something that works really well for me, then it gets much more pronounced in my head and I end up enjoying it a great deal more. Um, I like this movie uh, it, but whatever uh, but anytime I do this that sounds like I'm like I like it and then I immediately like dismiss parts of it and that's frustrating because to talk about the Shah melaning that you you mentioned earlier um, this feels on uh, just turn on the computer ignore that noise uh, I hit the button on the keyboard and there's gonna be a fan in the background <laughs> for a second um there is a moment like this movie feels like signs to me like okay. uh, as much as get out feels like the sixth sense where and again, you're comparing the idea, like you know, even though it wasn't Sean first movie, it was what he was known for and kind of took everybody by storm and was very surprising, and people didn't see the twist coming, right? Right. Um, with Get Out, it's like, you know, first movie, some more things in the sense of, like, you didn't know what to expect, and you're like, whoa, this guy's going to be somebody, right? Um, for, you know, getting past A Breakable, which I think is a great movie as well, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know how well it holds up, but I liked it a lot when it came out. Uh, Signs is a movie that I liked, But when you get into some of the logic of how the alien invasion works, it falls apart real fast. But it's a story about a family struggling with, like, different conflicts and uh, and the matter of faith and with Mel Gibson's character of him losing his wife. There's a lot of good character in it, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, oh, well, these aliens can be destroyed by water. But wait, they're in an atmosphere that's full of water, like, in, like, you know, in air. How are they not just screaming in pain, like, walking around? (laughs) Like, you know, and so... I'm not saying this movie signs. I'm just saying that I feel like Shyamalan had this definitive vision in his head and that maybe people were like, hey, let me see if this tracks. And I feel like with this, I bet you if we had sat down and talked to Jordan Peele, he would give you everything and he'd be like, oh, okay, that all makes sense. And then I think he also was like, well, yeah, but that's why I pulled pulled the curtain over certain parts because if I gave you everything, then there's not going to be any room for discussion about what it means to you. Right. Um but in that in that regard though, I feel like he had this all in his head and I feel like he, I don't know if he still gave us all the pieces for us to get what he was saying. And that's that's frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, sorry, long long-winded statement, but
1: No, no. I I I I completely get what you're saying there and I I I for the most part agree. Um I think that uh Like I said, I feel like I do need another viewing to really feel... To suss out, like, how I feel about the movie because... Which is so weird to say it like that. But, like, you know, I got to figure out what my true feelings are. Um, But I know that I I, I liked it a great deal. There's a lot to love in the movie. Um, And actually... Uh, you know, I want to make sure that, like, we talk about, like, the the movie's beautifully filmed.
0: Oh, yeah. There's some... It's the same cinematographer that did It Follows. Okay. I would mention that.
1: There's some amazing, um, just, um... Scene construction and the way things play out.
0: Yeah, with well, the way the camera kind of um, like it doesn't three sixty in the house, but it constantly keeps you aware of what's going on and, and pivots. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that creates tension, but it also keeps you spatially aware of what's going on, and I dug that.
1: And and I also was interested in wondering. Well, so I thought it was interesting that like there are certain things that I think Peel sets up that. Uh, it may be just me being a horror fan, being like, "Oh well, you know, the kid's wearing a jaw shirt, and mm-hmm. you know, the boat comes into this film very prevalently and has a very similar uh, way that uh, we've." I, so I don't want to spoil everything, but like, there's a scene that takes place on the boat um, in which a character is uh, going to be murdered. He escapes the murder, but mm-hmm. like, the boat also has a trick motor that keeps stopping and starting. <laughs> yeah, um, and like, it's almost like the body that's being dragged by the boat is the buoy that's b- dragged by jaws in oh, jaws
0: I, I, i'm sure that and makes sense yeah. yeah
1: i i kind of was like oh that's kind of a cool parallel um i also wondered if this was a way for him to like take a little not piece of um more recent horror history but like you know um the younger son his doppelganger has burns mm-hmm. and it, it it felt very reminiscent of Freddie Krueger's burns, like the way it was. And I realized that there's only so many ways but, you can. Do that's funny
0: makeup. you say that. Cause I thought his, his nose reminded me of eye of the beholder from the twilight zone. It looked, okay. like, it looked like a pig person to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, but he's a burn victim and, it, and, and well, I don't know, self inflicted or whatever. Yeah. And he wears that mask. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I feel like he's... even using the one glove for, like, the family... Yeah. People have said it's a Freddy Krueger glove, which I'm like, have you seen a Freddy Krueger glove? You know? <laughs> um, so that's also kind of interesting, but then also you think about her as a young girl wearing that Thriller mm-hmm. shirt, shirt. yeah. And so there's a red jumpsuit with a single glove. Uh, it's like, you find, like, a lot of this is based upon her, you know, her influence as a kid. So it's like, it's... You know, I think it's all kind of there, uh, but I, you're right. I think he's like taking some of this and paying homage, and also with Jaws, like it wasn't just the creature in the in the you know the ocean. It was people's reactions to this is a problem, and then they keep going to the ocean. Yeah, you know, and the fact that this takes place on the beach too, whatever. I mean, you're right. I think he was definitely drawing parallels. Um, yeah also I, was it a Chewbacca mask or a werewolf mask? I think
1: it's a, a werewolf mask because okay. I l- kept looking at it and I'm like I don't think it's a, a, a it looked it kind of looked like a, a, a Chewbacca, Chewbacca mask, mask. Yeah. but I was like I, I, I don't think it is and then I for a second there I thought like maybe it was a like a vampire mask and then I'm like oh maybe it's a wolf, werewolf mask. I I don't know that I ever got a clear shot of it in the movie cuz it's always on the top of his head <laughs> so you only ever get to see it like from different perspectives yeah. at, at so many times. Um, but, uh, I just, I thought that there was so much going on visually with the film. Um, if for nothing else, it's a visually stunning movie. It's also, um, extremely well paced. Like Mm -hmm. it's a two hour movie. I didn't feel two hours. Like I didn't feel like I was like, oh, looking at my watch, waiting to get up. Um, and, and there was, there was another shot and I can't remember specifically which shot it is because it's a, it's, it, it reminded me of of a shot from the John Wayne film, The Searchers, which... Ironically, I've not seen, but I know that shot from The Searchers, (laughs) Um, where it's like John Wayne, it's just like him up against, like, there's a doorway, and then, like, you don't really see anything else. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the way that movie uh, starts and kind of ends. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And I I felt like there was a very similar um, moment in the film, and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's a a Searchers reference, because it's a... I haven't even seen the movie, but I know that shot. Like, I feel like it's Mm -hmm. a very specific shot. Um, And then also the way the music works with it, going mm-hmm. back and forth between you know contemporary music or actually it's like contemporary music, but modern music and or well, no, because non-score music the, the... Yeah. and like pop culture references. Because there's a there's a wonderful moment. And I won't spoil it here, even yeah. though we said spoilers, uh, where they're trying to call the police yep. and what happens with their. Their Alexa type of device is so spot on. Yeah, it's it's amazing, um, and it works fucking, er, uh, amazingly great <laughs> for that <laughs> uh, that scene.
0: Um, yeah, no, you're right. It does. Um, so uh, yeah. So what do you what do you feel? Don't beat yourself up, Steve. You're, just, <laughs> you're almost you're, cursing. You're, you're, you're te- got... Your tethered self <laughs> doesn't swear at all. It's weird. Um, no, so how um, it's our show's PG thirteen. It's fine. Uh, uh, so
1: you're allowed like one. You're
0: allowed one. You know. Um, so it, how do you feel about the notion that with with the tethered being, you know, kind of inexplicably like marionetted between like what the people were actually doing yeah. uh, above ground but it's like then how why does that well really it works sometimes and then how do they uh, have
1: free time to organize and yeah it's
0: like okay this? well cool if everything's in like the, the sub basement here I'm spoiling the movie uh, after Steve was like I'm not gonna ruin this joke but I'm like I'm gonna ruin the plot um, it, it feels like um, if that's the logic then why isn't like these people, like if people are on the boardwalk hanging out, don't they go home? And like, where do these people like, are like if they're in a car, are they just running for their lives in these tunnels? Just being like, I don't know where we're going, but we got to run 55 to 60 miles an hour right. just to keep up with like our above ground selves. <laughs> you know, like that's the stuff I think about. I'm, and I'm making a joke, but it's like, it's very, it's frustrating because the idea and imagery there is really cool. Um, Yeah, I I took
1: it to be less literal and more of a metaphorical... uh, Film's literal, like, medium. I get that. But at the same time, I took it as, like, while you were eating, you know, wonderful... Well, I shouldn't even say wonderful. Just fast food or enjoying a meal, like we were eating, you know, cold dead rabbit, you know, that's not even been cooked. While you were, you know... uh, Having a good time, we were, you know, down here walking into walls and like, it, it wouldn't line up because it's like, specifically like, and not to get like too categorical at this point, but like, uh, having to use the restroom, you know, well, I, I, like I, s- certain functions. This, this is you know? me.
0: This is me rewriting the movie, and this is what I'm guilty of. But it's like, I feel like the perfect the perfect example of this where it would have worked is something like the Upside Down from Stranger Things. Okay, where it's like it is just this dark reflection, and everybody is still functioning like on the same like you know thing. It's just that they're now compelled and they're now stuck in these loops of what people were doing against their will because they share a soul. Like I feel like that would be, but I mean the upside down already exists, you know. So like another you know another uh, medium. I just I I know I'm getting into the nuts and bolts and I shouldn't. Um, So the the big thing that people talk about. That this is supposed to be this revelation in this film, is that they're like, well, if you take if you take a uh, red who is uh, uh, Lupita Nyongos tethered uh, when they ask him what are you and they're like we're Americans and it's like you could read the title of the film meaning as U.S. as in you know United States. I'm like I, I get it. I, I, yeah. I'm not. I, I don't disagree with that. But it's like I've, I've watched like three different videos on YouTube which are terrible because I was trying to get maybe there's something else I'm missing in the film. Yeah. And there's these written think pieces, and it's like, you're not the first person to think this. Everybody keeps like, let me just blow your mind, you know? And it's like, okay, okay, we get it. <laughs> um, I, I think that's awesome, but it's like, I feel like there, th- that is, I'm not saying that's like blunt force trauma, like, you know, you, we got to get this across. It is there. It's very out front, like, in terms of when she says we're Americans and the film's called us, you know, you get it. yeah. You know? Um, I, I, there's, there's other little tiny subtler things that happen in the movie that upon thinking about it at make more sense in the film, they still don't really make sense for me. Like, you know, if I was writing it, but I'm not Jordan Peele, I'm not successful. I've not finished a movie script. So who am I? Um, did you, did you pick up on the fact that the, the, um, homeless bum guy that had the Jeremiah eleven eleven sign, he was the first one on the beach that the boy encountered. Uh, and he was oh, the yeah. one standing yeah. perfectly still because he was the first link in the chain.
1: I oh, don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize that that it was... was
0: actually starting to happen before. You know, when they yeah. got to the beach, did it? Did it? Yeah, like, I didn't even think about that because it is because when they cut the shot later of all of them, he's there yeah. standing. So he was way, actually yeah. starting. It was starting right then. Like, well, actually yeah. earlier because you know the tether had killed him. You know, his his. Himself. Yeah,
1: I, I hadn't even considered that because and... during the
0: trailer, I thought it was actually one of the family. Like it was yeah. implied you know but uh, what's
1: what i just want to go back to what you yeah. were saying about making the connection between the u.s and us and yeah. americans i took it again to be metaphorical in the sense that when she says we're americans meaning that like yeah you know as americans we have a lot of sh- stuff in <laughs> wait
0: you're not going to shit now if n- yeah, you, I'm, I'm you dropped an f-bomb like, um, there's just a lot of a lot of fooey uh, going yeah. on <laughs> uh
1: there's a lot of shit going on in, the, in our American past and still going on today that gets brushed underneath uh, that we don't often see. Um, so I took it to be a little bit more metaphorical in the sense that, like, when she says we're Americans, meaning like, yeah, we're we're the ugly side of America, not mm-hmm. like oh us, like, or the fact that like it's hands across America is the, son, the what she what's on the shirt, yeah, and that's just the abri- not the abbreviation. What's the word? The plural, not the plural version. What is you would consider Americans to be the I'm getting caught up in English. Uh, well, I mean, uh, it's like,
0: the, the the identifier because it's, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I get what uh, you're saying. You know.
1: So it's like uh, I, I, the us thing. Like it's not some bold revelation. No, you I know? just no, it's like, that's I feel like everybody so, wants
0: mean, to run to the front of the line and be like, "Did you guys figure this out?" And here I am being like, "Did you know that guy on the beach is probably the first person?" You know, like or but did, that I didn't. Uh, that like, I totally didn't pick up. Uh, on. Did you pick up on um, that with Elizabeth Moss's character? With her, with her tethered, uh, how she didn't go to harm um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character on the bed, like when she's like handcuffed to the bed. It, maybe it's implied because like she knows what she is. Okay. But I think it is because earlier in the beach scene, uh, she's like talking about how she has some work done, and she's like, "Oh no, but I'm not you. You're perfect." And I feel like there was these echoes of the characters in the tethered, and I feel like she couldn't bring herself to harm her because she and like her other self was like, you're perfect. And then she went over and took the scissors to her own face because she'd had work done. Okay. I, I feel like that's like a reflection of like what her, her tether was going through. Far more thought out than what
1: I gave it. I, I simply just thought it was because she knew that like she was Lapedia Lapidia Nyongo's doppelganger and that Red would be coming for her and that's Yeah. Red's I don't want to say kill, but like that's Red's
0: which, you see, the logic other of that, side. too, also, like, because so. you saw uh, the daughter uh, doppelgagger um, whenever she was confronted by the guy yelling at her for standing on the oh, car. Yeah. It's like, she just turned around <laughs> and <laughs> killed him. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, then, it, well, at that point in the movie, I'm like, okay, that means other people could see these guys. This yeah. isn't, like, a supernatural threat. But at the same time, it's like, well, then that means no one's safe in that sense. So if the tether can kill other people that aren't their selves, then I wondered why Elizabeth Moss's character, her tether, didn't do that. Do that. you know? Yeah. Cause it's like I feel like there was, that was kind of a little. I also thought um,
1: she was toying with her.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I, but I just I feel like it was I, for me, and I could be wrong. It was more like her tethered self was like, nope, she's perfect. I can't, I can't cut her face, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't know. But um, that was the only two big takeaways in terms of like, did you think about this? I also call it the flare gun that was going to happen, but I like that it got subverted.
1: Yeah, um, I really thought that was a great gag. Because
0: I I looked looked at my wife and I was like, flare gun. And then when it happened later, it's like, oh, well, that happened. (laughs) And it was great. It was great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I loved that moment. There are a lot of moments in this movie that I loved. And it's so weird to be like, oh, yeah, you know, there's so much about this movie that I loved. And then at the same time, like, not holding up against Get Out, but it's like, I, I feel like... That's why I say like I think it needs time and it definitely needs a second viewing for me to really know how I feel about it because it's just like, there's there's great stuff in this. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan Peele is a genius and I think that we're, with him taking on the Twilight Zone and I, I, I guarantee you Us is not going to be his last horror film. Oh, I know no, he's got more no. to comment. Well,
0: Because it was also, it was uh, what the second highest opening so far for the year. Yeah. Uh, third highest opening for a horror film uh, and it was the highest opening like horror film that wasn't based off another property. Yeah. So and now that I think and about Halloween it, did better, but they were already known.
1: Yeah. Now that I think about it, he's uh, he's. I don't know if he's directing. Maybe he's just producing the Candyman remake. Which he is producing that. Yeah. He's I not kinda, directing it. I kind of wish that they would just go with like the Halloween route and get Tony Todd again and just be like, we're picking up with it thirty years later. Like, yeah. I kind of wish they would do that, but I can't. You know it is what it is but uh uh i feel like I, I feel like this is you know for as much as i enjoyed the new halloween because um, i really did love that movie um I'll, it's it's gonna be part of the collection it's gonna be part of the pantheon of watching halloween movies every halloween but like i'm certainly not having the same discussion as i am about us and maybe that's you know the best part about it is, is that we're having discussions like this. It would be, I would much rather have a discussion like this rather than be like, you know, oh, that just didn't work. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know
0: I mean? No, I will. I'm at this point where, since I over read about everything, and I, I mean, I try to avoid spoilers and things because so I want to go on with like, but I still read. There's a few um critics out there that a lot of what they write about when they like or dislike something tends to align with how I feel about stuff, not because yeah. of what they say, it's just. I feel like they're coming from a similar mindset that I have, and so um, the ones that I read were like all about this thing. There's a lot to chew on. There's a lot here. Uh, Was someone in the AV Onion AV Club said that this is it's a it's a sloppy but wonderful mess in the sense of like you know like the concepts coming across, but they enjoyed the ride, and I I would agree with that. Like I wow, I don't know if sloppy is a word that I well, would. I mean, use, I, I'm probably paraphrasing it. it, but I mean because I mean everything's in the movie for a reason. Yeah. However, I feel like. He's trying to do so much that maybe, you know, it's not it's not overstuff isn't the right word, but maybe there wasn't just enough time to get everything that you needed in. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. Um, so I will always appreciate the effort of doing something different and new, even if even if I don't agree with the logic or maybe things I have problems with. I'd rather be challenged by a film than be disappointed by a film, like you said. And with this one, I would say. I do need to see it again. Um, I'm I'm probably going to buy it day one just because I also want to support him. And and then it's like, you know I mean? I know he's going to make all sorts of money off of this, but, you know, keep making these movies. Keep making interesting movies. Keep getting... Get weirder, you know? Like, I'm fine with that. Um, Because, I mean, think about it. Like, how difficult it is to get an audience to a movie these days that isn't, you know, isn't a known property. That's a horror film that is, you know... (laughs) Well,
1: I can say that, I mean, and again, this is, Blum's involved with this as well, but, like, I, I will say that, like, Blum found a really great way to do, like, low-budget horror that made a lot of money and built franchises that way. Um, so I, I will give them credit for, like, not always doing the same thing over and over again, but uh, um, your point's taken. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say on just the... the uh, subject of appeal is, you know, I know that you're going to be diving into the new um, Twilight Zone with uh, your partner on Strange Highways, Kevin. Um, I there's a piece of me that wonders, like, if he's going to overextend himself, you know?
0: Well, I mean, he he's producing it, and he's actually you know, since he's doing like the intros and the shows and everything. I don't know how much, like, he's probably in the writer's room, like, with all that. He's probably, yeah. you know, but, like, they're they're getting directors and people together to do this, so uh, I don't think he is going to extend himself with The Twilight Zone like Serling contractually had to. In um, a lot of ways, you could tell some of the scripts came out just because he had to get them done, and yeah. I feel like this, like, with... Like with Peel having the success that he has right now, because Get Out was so big, and then obviously the CBS was like, We need you, we want you to do Twilight Zone. He kept turning it down and then eventually took it. I I think, you know, he will find the right space and people to get it done while he's working and producing other things as well. So, I I mean, I hope he doesn't overextend himself. I, until we see it, you know, we won't know, but I think, I think it's in good hands. I think he's going to manage it correctly because I think if you are the man. That bumbles the Twilight Zone. That's going to stick with you.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I also feel like how many different versions have there been at the Twilight Zone? Well,
0: that's point? fair. I mean, no one talks about the Forest Whitaker-hosted one on, on the CW. Sorry, yeah. UPN for the one season. I couldn't even get the network right, you know. Yeah, so well. yeah. Anyway, so uh, to wrap this up, uh, because you know we we're going to get to some 10 to midnight here on on the show and proper and far less swearing. But <laughs> which is funny cuz there's a lot worse things being said 10 to midnight yeah. than there were in us. I got excited and, Yeah, and yeah got it excited. Just came you know, out in the moment. Yeah, yeah, so uh yeah, uh final thoughts on the film, I'll say I enjoyed this a great deal. It's a challenging movie, that's not a bad thing. Um I do feel like, you know, what Peel was setting out to do, he did, whether or not I understand all of it, that's on me. Yeah. But Again, I will like much like uh, like I'll take a film like this or a film like Hereditary, which there's still stuff in the corners of that film I don't understand, but I'm glad that it's there and I'm glad it's for us. There is, you know, legitimate mainstream horror, and that not discrediting all the independent stuff, but it, it's you know, it has its place again. Yeah. You know, and I and I enjoy that. Um, just if you're like me and sometimes like snag a, like a loose thread on a sweater and start pulling on it. You you might kind of bring your experience down a little bit, so set your expectations appropriately.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I would highly recommend the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I Paul and I are pretty much in the same place. I think maybe I I didn't think about some of the details that he did to the depth that he did, but like, also those aren't the things that viscerally I'm interested in. So like, but we all have our all we all have our own hangups as viewers. So. Um, you know, I've mentioned before, like the series, the ring, I was never able to wrap my head around why there's a video cassette and like, um, and why is that the thing that everybody's using? Um, or that that is perpetuating this evil, um, because I don't think we are ever given a satisfactory answer as to why. Um,
0: you just take a bulk eraser to that, and there's no more problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I I will say that you know we all have our own you know uh, things that we bring to movies and perspectives, um, and I maybe you're not a horror fan, um, and I do kind of feel like as well. I saw people that I'm friends with on Facebook who aren't horror fans posting to go see this because I think that he's. He's definitely getting people to the theater, um, which is a good thing as well. Um, And if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend you see it. And then, you know, obviously tell us what you thought. You know, Um, post on our Facebook. uh, Send us a message. uh, You guys ruined
0: ruined the film for me, so I went to go watch it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping that as we started, you heard the word spoiler. You stopped listening if you haven't seen it. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, recommended.
0: Anyway, that's going to do it. For our uh, weird audio experiment and talking about us, uh, I hope you guys like this brief forty-three minute aside. <laughs> 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 I know I always bring up time, but I'm like, you know, let's we'll just talk for like 10, 10 minutes. That you know, I feel like it's, I, I feel like Canadian temperature. Like, take it double it, and add thirty. It's like yeah. any time, whatever. So yeah, that's going to do it for our discussion about us. Uh, again, like if you've seen it, tell us on our Facebook page. Tell me, tell me why I'm wrong. I'll be more than happy to have a conversation. But, yeah, uh, that's going to do it for this. And then we're going to move on to the show proper and talk about some 10 to Minute. So I hope you guys enjoy that as well.